Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with episode 53 of the Tutor Podcast, your Monday morning shot of uncommon sense for people who are in the business of helping others through tutoring, teaching and coaching. Now, today and in the next few shows, we're going to be talking more about language, thinking about how our language and that of our clients is a gateway to more effective teaching. Now, last week, we flew through the VACOG model of language. That's visual, auditory, kinesthetic, olfactory, and gustatory language patterns. Now, if you didn't catch that show, add it to your playlist and don't miss it because VACOG is so useful. It's teaching dynamiting. It's like having a direct route into people's brains. Now, today, we're going to be delving into pacing and leading language structures along with something called complex equivalence. They're really easy patterns to learn, and with a bit of practice, they just become part of your teaching toolkit. And you can use them to influence your students in the direction that's most beneficial to them. Now, there is a caveat, as with all influence techniques, sort of a health warning, and it's this. Do not ever misuse influence techniques. This goes to everything. NLP, hypnosis, suggestion, just everything. It's absolutely imperative that you never, ever use your skills to do harm or influence anyone against the trusts. Is that clear? Good. Right, let's get cracking. Now, as I said in the last show, mastery of language is an essential skill for tutors and coaches because we're all in the business of communication and influence. In short, if we cannot effectively communicate our ideas to our students and our clients, we're unlikely to be effective tutors and coaches. So today we're going to start with pacing and leading, and then we'll follow that with its sibling pattern, something called complex equivalence. Now, the pacing and leading language pattern uses a provable something or a fact in the real world. That's the pace part of the the pattern where we keep pace with reality, to suggest to our clients or students that a desired response will occur within them. And that's what we're aiming to lead them to, hence the pace and lead nomenclature. So let's say, for example, that I have a new student. They're very nervous about making a fool of themselves. And just about everybody is, aren't they? So when they arrive at my teaching rooms, I'll greet them warmly, guide them towards a chair and say something like this. The very fact that you've arrived here on time with your guitar in hand means that you're ready to. Just take a seat and relax so that you can feel comfortable. Now, showing up on time with a guitar means no such thing. They may not be ready to sit down, but it sounds plausible enough to be true. And it's easy for students to comply with the instruction because it seems a natural progression, doesn't it? I might then follow that pace and lead up with a few questions to break the pattern up, check over or tune the instrument, and then hit them with another pace and lead pattern. For example, let's say I've just checked the guitar. Good. Your guitar looks absolutely fine. So when you gently stroke the strings like this, 
and then demonstrate it. Say, yeah, good, well done. You'll immediately notice that nothing bad happens and the music police are not beating on the door to arrest us both for crimes against music. Now I'm chaining a couple of paces and leads together and trying to add some humour. And at the same time, I'm setting up the next thing I want them to do in order to bypass their nerves and their uncertainty. It is obviously true that their guitar is fine because I am an expert guitarist and they will accept my authority. And this will lead them to do what I've suggested and just stroke the strings. You see, everything's a mind game and the more skilled we are at the mind stuff, the better teachers we can become. If we're outstanding, we can help people more effectively and we can command higher fees too. To use the pace and the lead pattern, simply link provable facts to desirable and beneficial responses or actions with words and phrases like Because, ABC, you'll begin to notice that XYZ happens. And as you hear that nasty string buzz, it will cause you to gently snuggle your fingertip just behind the fret and clean up your sound. Or now that you're in the correct playing position, it's obvious that your hands will be much more responsive and nimble, which will make learning the guitar much easier and a whole lot more fun. Notice that in that pattern, I'm using a lot more comparative language. It's obvious that your hands will be much more responsive and nimble. Well, much more responsive and nimble than what? And it'll make learning to play the guitar much easier and a whole lot more fun. Again, much easier than what, and a whole lot more fun than what. We're not saying, but it sounds true enough, and it will probably be accepted by our students. So we're accelerating their ability to relax, muster their resources, and do what we want to take them forward in their playing careers. And finally then, something as daft as this will work beautifully. Today's Monday, and that means you're super switched on and ready to make some noise. The fact that it's Monday doesn't mean they're super switched on. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to make some noise. But it sounds right, doesn't it? Now notice there that I'd seldom say, make music. Because sometimes, especially for adults, the phrase, making music, can seem overwhelming. Whereas, make some noise, it really sounds like a whole lot more fun. It's a lot more relaxed and less precious than making music, in my opinion. So, first of all, pace what's already happening. Utilize what's happening around you. Then make what you want to happen the inescapable result of what is already happening. Just then, phrases like, leads you to, causes you to, means that, makes you feel, makes you notice that, or any of the linking words or phrase that comes to mind. And that is pacing and leading. It's not complicated. It's quite easy. And that means you're going to be able to do this almost immediately with your students once you simply begin to try. Now, the other language tool I want to cover today, and I strongly recommend, is complex equivalence. It's another form of pacing and leading, but... It's got a more direct ABC is XYZ kind of form. In essence, I'll say that my pace, that's my ABC, 
is the thing that I want them to understand or do. So, for example, I might say, your new guitar is your shield. Always a safe place to be. Behind it, you're always safe and comfortable. Always confident that you can learn quickly and easily. Now, the guitar isn't the shield, but I'm influencing the student to think of it as a shield and to relax every time they play and learn. Notice here that I'm also repeating the word always to imply that there can be no exceptions to what I'm saying. I'm imposing an absolute on them. And with my fictional nervous newbie students, I might remark on their guitar to imply some quality I wish them to possess. For example, that's a fantastic black paint job on your guitar. And black is the colour most favoured by confident, charismatic and creative people, isn't it? Now, that black paint job might indeed be beautiful, but all the rest is completely unconnected. But it's plausible and attributable to the guitar and thus by association to the owner of the guitar. That's my newbie. Now, I firmly believe that our job as tutors, teachers and coaches is to lead our students and clients to the very best outcome for them. And it's a whole lot easier when we are using provable but unconnected facts and events to almost drop their defences so we can slip our understandings and our thoughts and ideas into their minds with less resistance. So try this stuff out, guys, when you're at home. And try it out with your students. It'll be a bit lumpy at it for the first time. But remember, the first time you try something is the worst time. I'm always telling my students when they're beginning something new, you will never be this bad again. So just do it as badly as you possibly can because you'll never be able to do it this badly again. And usually that raises a bit of a laugh or a smile and we can crack on. So let me know how you guys get on with this. I'll be rummaging through the teaching language toolbox again next week and adding to the pacing and leading and the VACOG models with a few cautionary language patterns that I want you to watch out for. So join me next week because that's all I've got time for today. That's my 10 cents worth about pacing, leading patterns and complex equivalents. Let me know what caught your ear in this episode and how you get on putting the ideas to work in your business for the benefit of your students and your clients. Once again, I can't stress this enough, use it ethically. It's a powerful technology. It can be used for ill. If you do it on your own head, be it. My, my fervent plea here is don't misuse your influencing skills because it will find you out. It will bite you in the arse and it will end badly for you. Okay, I'm just going to climb down off my soapbox now because I'm starting to feel a bit giddy. So let me know your thoughts. The email address, as always, is info at neilcamado.com. And I'll see you on the next episode where we'll be sorting through the multiple myths, mysteries and misunderstandings that we all face, separating the fact from the fiction distilling it down to the bare bones so you'll know exactly what to do to start, grow and love your tutoring business. Join me, Neil Camado, next time 
for another fun-packed episode of the Tudor Podcast. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.